Well, I just had a strange experience. Yesterday, I went to the Orange Peel, one of Asheville's major music halls, and judged a food competition. Judging a food competition isn't weird for me. I typically judge at least three or four a year, but it usually isn't in the middle of a pandemic. And it's usually not on a stage in an empty room. And it's also usually not streamed to hundreds of people, but these are strange days. Yesterday was the first round of the Asheville hot sauce battle. It's the brainchild of the Orange Peel's Justin Faraby and Joe Marple, in partnership with IMAVL. You probably remember Joe from an earlier episode of this show. He was the guy that organized that incredible sandwich tournament at the start of this lockdown. Well, he's back. And this time, they've put together a bracket of local hot sauces, made by local restaurants and amateurs alike. They have selected an array of guest judges, and over the next couple weeks, they'll be working through one-on-one taste tests between each sauce, deliberating on the best one, and working their way to the championship. From Dirty Spoon Media, you're listening to Home Fried, stories to keep you entertained and informed during the coronavirus lockdown. I'm Jonathan Ammons. I caught up with Justin about the tournament just after we'd finished our tasting. He was actually video chatting me on his drive home from the event. So uh, it's been an hour and my mouth is still burning. <laughs> I can't imagine I can't imagine you because you've just gone through uh, two rounds of this. Yeah, the first round wasn't that bad, actually. Um, that's probably the hottest one that we've had. To yeah, date. that last one. Which, which, to be honest, I'm like, I was like, all right, that's what two million Scoville's like. That's not that bad. It wasn't really that bad. It's just lingering. It's not just yeah. overwhelming. Yeah. 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 So I, I, uh, I guess we should just. What's so? Tell us what's going on and how this happened and what 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 we're doing here. So the hot sauce battle twenty twenty came about. It was uh, you know, Joe Marple did his uh, sandwich, um, his uh, March sadness sandwich bracket, and there's a bunch of us at work have been talking about doing something kind of hot ones esque. Um, for some time now, because we're all we're all making our own hot sauces at home, uh, seeing who can outdo each other. Um, and and I got talking with Joe, and I was like, "Hey, maybe we do. Maybe we turn your bracket and do it into a you know a hot sauce bracket instead." And he was super into it, and he's like, "Well, let's put it out on the Facebook and see who's down." And um, before we knew it, we had about 35 or 36 people that were like, I, I make the best hot sauce in the world. And so they delivered it. I feel like I, while taking the delivery of these hot sauces, I feel like I did 32 drug deals <laughs> over, over the past few days because people would come in and they're like, very secretive some people have like their hot sauce in brown paper bags and you know it's like a very sly kind of handoff so uh that's that's kind of how we got started on it and and i mean i'm i'm curious too though because i've I've discussed with this with joe i think uh i think when when we had him on the show and I, i think it's it's something important to discuss here the limited nature of the bracket style tournament because it's literally pitting one sauce against the other 
all the way down the line, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I kind of like. What do you like about I, that format? I like how I like. Well, you know, we, you know, Joe was able to seed his sandwiches, which was interesting. Um, I, I said on this format, we couldn't seed anything. It would just be like we'll pull all the names out of a hat. I like the randomness of it. Um, you know, I mean, we we had we had two two sauces today that were definitely in the top top three or four and they were again they were going against each other you know um i i don't know i i it, it, it just i don't know it's it's fun i you know not growing up in this country it, it's very american <laughs> <laughs> right very american um could you talk a bit about the competitors how you sourced them and uh who who else competing um, again, just, it was just, um, you know, I, I think a, a post on Facebook and then people would tag other like, Oh, you know, people would be, would tag like Ben Colvin, who's a musician. He's, his hot sauce is the best. You know, a lot of it came from that, like just kind of u- utilizing our resources that we have in Asheville and people that, you know, that have opinions and palates and, uh, and yeah, so people would just random people messaging me and, and Hey, I want to be part of this. And, and same with Joe. And, uh, yeah, we were, we were pretty even on it. Like he got half the people, I got half the people and, and, and we just went from there. And, uh, so what's the schedule look like? What, how, how can people, how can people watch? So, uh, it's all streaming on IMAVL. Um, we, they have their YouTube channel and their Facebook page and obviously on IMAVL.com. Uh, you can go to either of those. So we have, um, we just did two round, two, two, uh, groups of, uh, eight hot, hot sauces today. Uh, we've got two tomorrow, um, Saturday starting at one and then at 4 PM. Um, and with IMAVL, IMAVL just normally streams just music. So, that's why we've kind of looped in some local musicians and there's a tip option on the IMAVL page. So some of that money will go towards, uh, uh, some of the chefs that made their hot sauces. Some of it, and obviously for the people of IMAVL and, and, and our sound and tech guys that are actually doing it. Um, and it's just, you know, for me, I'm just like, all right, it, it gives people something to do. And I think that's why, you know, the, the radio stations jumped on it. They're like, we want to talk about it. We want to support you guys. Um, so yeah, 103.3 jumped on it. 105.9 The Mountain jumped on it. So we're pretty excited about that too. Um, yeah. I think it's just that, you know, people are excited to be doing something. Right. Um, and there were, there were some surprises today, right? I wonder if you could talk about the bracket and how it, how it played out today. Yeah, there were some surprises in there. Um, there were a couple, I think it happened a couple of times where we were like, you know, if it actually, if you took this hot sauce and mixed it with the one that it's going up against and made a collaborative hot sauce, we would end up with the perfect hot sauce. (laughs) Um, yeah. And I don't know. It's just fun. It's just, it's just, you know, I've said this all along and, and, and I know I've said this to you, there's not a hot sauce in, in, in town or a hot wing that I can't handle. And, I, and I'm not like, you know, toot my own horn. I just haven't found found one that's like, other than taking ghost pepper dust and actually like putting that on something <laughs> like you, any, you've got to be able to mix some flavors in there, right? You can't, you can't just go, all right, straight heat, right. which is what we had today. Last 
one for sure. But it had some flavor in there, you know, and, and there was some work that went into it. And I think once you've made your own hot sauce, you realize what does go into it. And there's a lot of love and care that goes in, into making something like that. It's very personal, I think. Yeah. And I think it just takes a lot of time and a lot of patience. And it's different every time you make it because the peppers are often different when you get them, you know, especially if you're using yeah. fresh peppers. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've also, I want to talk to you about like, how are, what is the outlook for the orange peel during all of this? You know, that's where well, we're hosting we, all of this. What's happening with you guys? Uh, um, so everyone's furloughed. Uh, um, everyone's getting unemployment. Uh, um, we are going to be streaming uh, downtown after five. That'll start next Friday. Uh, of course, that's the third Friday, Friday of every every month. Um, we've been very active um, within the group of managers trying to come up with some ideas moving forward because obviously we were the first hit as soon as it hit you know people started canceling shows or postponing shows yeah. um there was actually something something interesting today there were you know we we had to postpone or cancel the uh the vampire weekend show that we had going on at rabbit rabbit which is our outdoor venue and yeah. a lot of people it's amazing how many people were like I don't that emailed us and said, I don't want to refund. Um, we support local live music during this time. We know you guys are, are, are going to be struggling. It's going to be a hard road back. So just go ahead and keep my ticket money. Um, wow. and, and we can't wait to come back. So that was really kind of that, you know, when you see the outpour of local support for something like that, that was, it was pretty special. Yeah. How many people did you guys have to furlough? How many, how many were on staff? Uh, about 60 employees altogether. Yeah. So among that's a lot. Our tech, our, yeah, our tech bartenders, uh, security box office, hospitality people. Um, <clears throat> and, and we've all been, you know, we've all been keeping in contact with each other and, uh, you know, like this, a lot of, a lot of zoom meetings and a lot of ideas kind of swirling around, um, you know, whether it be, yeah, I'd like it. I'd like them to, to 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 change the vote that they had last week and be able to make cocktail deliveries a possibility because I really think that will help a lot of bars and clubs, places right. that, that don't have or food, kind of get through this. Um, Let's go into that a little bit and talk about what that decision was because just re- or just last or this earlier this week, the state decided not to allow bars or restaurants to serve to go pre-mixed cocktails. And that was something that could save a lot of rest, a lot of bars. And I, I, how is that affecting you guys? What does that look like? Were you hoping for that? What, give us the background on that. I was definitely hoping that just, just from a side of like, you know, we, we, we are active in the cocktail community with, with pulp, which is our, our liquor lounge, uh, our bourbon bar. Um, you know, we, we've, I've got a lot of, we've got over 250 bourbons down there, uh, to be able to share some of those with people that are, you know, sitting at home at times like this would be helpful. Yeah. Um, it would put some of our staff to work delivery or curbside, um, you know, and, and they weren't even, you know, they weren't really voting on like, Oh, Hey, can, can we, can we do a batch cocktail of, you know, eight cocktails? It was just like two single serve, uh, beverages. And uh, they voted against that, and I think it was it was pretty unanimous from what I from what I've read, right, Jonathan? Yeah, it was un- inexplicably unanimous, which I was like, "What the hell?" 
is wrong with people. Like this is like, what, what do you expect to happen to the cocktail scene that you've built up in this town? If you don't let them make some money to pay the rent. I mean, and you'd think the amount of the amount of income that, that, that it would create for the ABC stores, um, yeah. you know, people would be already getting creative. The amount of tax revenue that it would create for the state of North Carolina alone yeah. um, would, would, would think be beneficial. I was surprised that it was getting voted on at, at the beginning just because of how um, uh, backwards our state uh, ABC laws are. Um, but the fact that they were voting on it, I was, I was kind of gave me a little bit of hope. Um, and along with, you know, I think, is it Burr out of, uh, Hendersonville? Yeah. I, I think he was pretty pro-, pro doing it. And as was, uh, um, Terry Van, Terry Van Dunn as well. Um, but yeah, didn't get pushed through, unfortunately. Yeah. That would, that would save places like, like Burger Bar is having a hard time right now. You right. know, that would give places give people some hope yeah what's the outlook look like for you guys do you have any plans of how to weather this because but i know the the governor's talked about making a slow rollout you know it's it's going to be a while before you guys can get any substantial population in your shop so i'm wondering what you're planning to do we've talked about the idea depending on how the rollout comes and how many people you can have um, that we've rolled around the possibility of being an extension of Wicked Weed for a short period of time or being an actual, just being a bar. Uh, we've got a great sound system and, uh, and great video system. So we could, we could be showing, you know, movies that are having sports events. Um, you know, we're even looking at beer and wine delivery because that we can do. Um, we have the capacity to, to, we've got space, right? So, you know, we've talked about being a facility for, where people can go and make masks and be able to socially distance. Um, we're, we're, we've talked about the idea of doing, uh, you know, dinner in a movie uh, kind of concept with, uh, with the blind pig. I've been talking with Mike Moore about doing something along those lines where we could do, you know, um, cook, cooking food on the deck or making, you know, cheap meals for people where they can come socially distanced um, feed their entire family and, and also get some entertainment out of it by watching a family movie or something like that. Um, we've also talked about working with Asheville Brewing Company with doing outdoor movies as well um, because we have the new space for that and you can drive, you drive in movies, you know. Um, we're, we're getting creative. We're having to. And as is everyone, it's not, it's not you know, it's, it's how, you, how you look at, look through this glass now. It's, it's a little bit different and uh, we're we're going to make the best of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess going back to this, uh, this hot sauce competition, um, what we've got broadcast by the time this will be airing broadcast today at one PM. So today at one, it will be yeah, Saturday. So today at one and, uh, four o'clock cool. and we'll have, um, we have a guest judge, um, on each, each show. We also have, um, a local musician today. We'll have, uh, Stephen Brett and, uh, Jeff Santiago will do each one of those shows. And then, um, we have a representative from, from each of our sponsor breweries. So Mark Conti from Highland and, um, someone from Bromari Brewing Company will be there as well. Awesome. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, who's, who all's competing in this next round? Do you, do you remember off the top of your head? 
Um, so going into the second round, I think Stephen Goff from Oxbar went through to the second round. Uh, we've got uh, we had Ryan Klein from uh, Zomber going through. Uh, Shane Casto from the Yacht Club, uh, just to name a few. And then, you know, the, the, this afternoon or today, Saturday would be, uh, we've got, who do we have? We've got Brian Bennett from um, from Zombra. We have Eli Scott. And those guys have been doing a really cool thing over at the Med where they're, they're, they're putting out about 2,000 meals a week for um, firefighters, people who are working in, in, uh, in hospitals wow. um, and stuff like that. So, it's really cool what some of these places are doing. You know, we had today, we had Biscuit Head. Um, Biscuit Head are doing a pop-up pupuseria um, on, on weekends for, for the next few weeks. So yeah. it, it's showing people are getting pretty creative. You know? Yeah, no, that's amazing. Yeah, and I mean, just being able to do something public to, to give a highlight to everybody is is amazing and just giving them props. I mean, that was my favorite part about the event itself was just – the fact that it's really just supportive of local groups, but it's also competitive and shit talking, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it definitely that it was a highlight of my, you know, Josh Phillips who played uh, Friday was, was, he was like, I've been looking forward to this for two weeks, <laughs> you know? So I don't know how it looks. I don't know how, you know, for me, I did it. Like, you know, the, the first one that we did, I got 10 minutes in and I got a little, you know, I've always lived my life in the shadows a little bit, like put, putting on shows. I'm not one to be like on the stage. And it felt right. really weird for the first, you know, I'm like, I've got a good face for radio. That's it. <laughs> Justin Fairby is the manager of the Orange Peel and is hosting the 2020 Asheville Hot Sauce Battle. For more information, head to imavl.com. You can also stream the competition on I Am AVL's YouTube channel and catch up on back episodes. The next round takes place today at 1 p.m., with another round starting at 4 p.m. The following round will take place on May 12th, with the quarterfinals on May 15th, and a semifinal and final on May 16th. You've been listening to Home Fried, and we are a production of Dirty Spoon Media. I'm Jonathan Ammons, and I'm the editor-in-chief. I produce the show, and I write and record our interstitial music. Catherine Campbell is our editor-at-large, manages our website and marketing, and keeps things humming around here. To catch the latest episode of the Dirty Spoon Radio Hour, be sure to tune into 103.7 WPVM the first Friday of every month at 5 p.m. You can also catch up on back episodes of the show, stream our podcasts, check out the artwork from contributing artists, or support us through our Patreon at our webpage, dirty-spoon.com. We'll be back with new episodes of Home Fried every Tuesday and Thursday, with occasional episodes on Saturdays. To subscribe, just search for the Dirty Spoon Radio Hour wherever you get your podcasts. Always bringing you stories from the people who shape what we consume, right here on the Dirty Spoon. <laughs>